If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support us in exchange for exclusive access, early access, and so, so, so much more, check us out over on Patreon. You can find us at www.patreon.com slash aaopera. Hello, and welcome back to AA Opera Podcast episode 53. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, 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 whoop. It is... <laughs> Just the two of us today, which we are really, really excited about. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. I think we haven't done just the two of us since the beginning of season three. Oh, is it that long? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Maybe. But y- yeah. Yeah. Was- I think you're right. I think you're right. Season was- three was completely guests. This is the first time it's it's us. Yeah. But you guys seem to like it. So here we are. Just going to have a chat. Um this- yeah, I'm just so, gonna stretch. Sorry, stretch, sorry. <laughs> stretch. Go for it. Go for it. Um, how's your week been? My week has been, uh, great. Um, our friends are remodeling their house, so sort of, and we were able to get a free new bed out of it. So I'm very <gasps> excited. That is very, very exciting, Abby. What's it like? Because, sorry, I know that's really a weird thing to ask. I just really, like, I find myself on Pinterest, like, looking at, like, bedroom furniture and stuff. So what's it like? Has it got a a headboard or is it... Yes, so it's a super king, like, headboard bed, which is basically the size of our bedroom. So it's going to be snug. Mm -hmm. But I'm so excited because we have the cheapest IKEA bed and mattress. Like, the one that we were, like, just gonna look at the price and we're just gonna go you (laughs) there it is (laughs) so i'm very excited and hopefully because because i keep telling you i'm so tired all the time i'm hoping i will be able to sleep better at night and then yeah i mean i really hope for you that i mean does it come with a mattress because i presume you're not that's that's the thing that they were giving they were like do you want our mattress and we were like yes yeah super king mattress and then um the bed frame they're also getting rid of to go with it Fantastic. And I hope this is, is this going to be presumably accompanied by new bedding and cushions. Yes. And, Which, oh. as a birthday present, my mom got us some new duvet covers to fit over this bed because I've never had such a big bed before. Oh, I've, I'm genuinely really happy for you. <laughs> I know. I'm going to be so excited. They're trying to maneuver the... Okay, so it's basically my husband and... Um, and his friend are going to yeah. try and get it into the house today. So okay, it's a big day. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I will be super excited once. Um, and the sheets are supposed to come tomorrow. So, and it's my birthday on Thursday, on Friday. So this is right. a crazy week. Yeah, this is such an exciting week for you. I mean, that's so good. I mean, the excitement <laughs> in lockdown. This is an amazing thing. It's like, once upon a time, this would have all been like, oh, by the way, it's my birthday this week. Oh, we should go out for drinks on Friday night. That would be great, right? (laughs) Yeah, of course. And now it's just, how am I going to get my brand new Super King bed with new bedding (laughs) up the stairs? Up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) But what about you? How's your week been? Oh, well, do you know what? Now now we're kind of talking about excitement during lockdown and the little things count. So, um... I'll keep it. I'll keep it on homeware. Why not? <laughs> Ooh, I love. So here, this here is you fine. go. So um, 
I mean, and this stemmed from you because I, I know you mentioned you got like a new Hoover like a few months ago and you were like, oh my God, it made such a difference. And similar similar thing, right? We moved into this flat and we got the cheapest Hoover off Amazon. We both right? had the same one, the tiny little red the, one. On the red Amazon. thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like 60 pounds or something like that, right? And yeah. um, <laughs> it was rubbish. Um, but to the point where oh, the wheels had fallen off ours, right? Oh. We're just like, we're still pushing this around. Now, thankfully, we have, um, me and Lewis, my partner, have been taking part in COVID-19 kind of uh, test trial thing with Oxford Uni. And so we've been doing COVID tests every week for them. In replacement, they give us shopping vouchers. So we had like quite a lot of these vouchers built up and we're like, well, we're going to have to spend them because they expire. And um, we decided to think, okay, let's just get things that are for obviously both of us and will make the flat feel nicer. So got a, a new vacuum, but it's a robot and it does it itself. <laughs> it cleans the eye robot. I got my, my parents have that. It's so much fun. It's so oh. good. It is. <laughs> And the worst thing was, was that I was treating it like a pet when it arrived. Like, I was trying to train it to go around the flat. And I was like, we've called him Dangerous Dave because <laughs> we feel like he's, like, it's just all a bit of a risk. Like, is he going to go under the bed? We don't want him to go under the bed. So, we, you know, <laughs> like... Don't get stuck down there. <laughs> don't get stuck, Dave. Um, so, yeah, I've literally been watching my new robo vacuum cleaner go around the flat. And training it it's like a pet. i have to try and find it we had one uh-huh my parents have one they still do um and they got it well my niece is now nine or ten somewhere around nine or ten okay and they when they got it she was one and she we and like she had just started to sit up okay so she was like a sitting baby, and we would, and we put her on the iRobot and just. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! That's brilliant. Yeah, trying to find the video to send you. It was amazing. We were laughing so hard because it was just going around my parents' kitchen, and it was just going, and she was just sitting on the phone. Really confused. And now, my niece looks nothing like she did when she was a baby. Mm. She looks exactly like Strawberry Shortcake. You know, the, the doll... Uh, oh. There was, like, this cartoon, Strawberry Shortcake, where she has, like, this big round face with, like, short, curly, red hair. Except my niece had black hair. Okay. Um, but, like, small, chubby, like, the cutest kids you yeah. can think of, right? Yeah. And she was just in there. As she like staring around the room as she was just rolling in the kitchen, oh, and then brilliant. it was like when cat videos were also coming out with like people putting their cats on the iRobot and stuff like that. Yeah, it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I just, I just, that's brilliant. <laughs> so that is just you're getting a new bed. I've got my new Hoover, and that's about the excitement of the week. <laughs> But that's brilliant. If you don't have any stairs, they're brilliant because then you just let them uh, roll around and yeah. nothing to do. And I've like you can just like schedule it so it just kind of yeah. goes off on its own, and that, uh, the floor's always clean. Yeah. So it's uh, you can also flat. change the language that it does. 
You could put it in Italian and then he goes, Errore, errore. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. We haven't done that. Um, but it links to it links to Alexa and everything. So it's like, you know. Oh, wow. It's like, you know, go tell tell robot vacuum. Dangerous tell Dave. Dave. Tell Dave to start cleaning. And off it goes. <laughs> Dave. It's like having a butler. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I can see the day where we actually do have like robots that just like make you dinner and like <laughs> serve you drinks and stuff. It's scary. Like Lewis yeah. watches these proper like robot videos um, like that'll be made in Switzerland and stuff. And it's just madness what these robots can do. It's <laughs> They're going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. I mean, there was that one that she has like a personality. I think she was on like a talk <gasps> show. Scares the life out of me. Just because you know why? I saw Ex Machina. Don't see that movie. If you're terrified of robots taking over, don't see the movie Ex Machina. Okay. Afterwards, I was. First of all, I'm very claustrophobic. So that movie. Oh my god! I had an anxiety attack just with the lack of like movement. Okay. That, that was happening, and then. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna watch that because that just I, sounds. And too it has like it has a Lisa Vikandran in it. So and oh, what's the Irish? What's the Irish guy's name? Who's in About Time? Uh, he was also in Star Wars. He was in Brooklyn. I can see his face. I think, but I don't want to pronounce his name incorrectly. It's like I think it's uh, Damien Gleeson. Oh yeah. Um. With yeah, an Irish was... version of that name. Cool. So he was in it too. I was like, I love these two actors. Great. Said and watched it. I think I was even on the plane or something like that. And I was just like, that's not the place you want to be to be watching a, terrifying, a movie like that. Terrifying. I think I watched that and her one right after the other. And her is also about like a guy who falls in love with his computer. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm out. <laughs> I can't deal with this. Yeah. No. So I'm never gonna watch those movies again. They were great, <laughs> great movies. They like did them really well because they made me feel so scared. So yeah. They done very well, but I was just mm-mm, no, no, thank you. Yeah. Like we we always seem to be talking about what we're watching, you know, all the time, um, because we're on lockdown, too much screen time. But on our stories this week, we you might have seen that we shared with you three things that are getting us through lockdown. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about that. I was going to say, actually, I thought it was really funny that we both had a workout thing that was getting yeah. us through lockdown. Yeah, because neither of us are really, you know, fitness gurus at all. No. You know, so, yeah, that was quite, I was quite pleased to see that because as I said, it's really important that you keep moving. Yeah, um, I think it's because of the lack of movement for so long. Yeah. You know? So what was yours? It was yoga with... With Adrian. With, so yeah. I'm actually on day 22 now, which is... That's amazing. I have never kept up with doing something every single day like that. In a... No, God, I did that in the first lockdown, but I think I got to like day 16 or something. And then... Yeah. Just, I don't know, just stopped. But to be <laughs> honest, I got to day 10 and then I just took two days off because I just it was like a Thursday and Thursday is usually like a really crazy day for me and then Friday I was just out of it and then I was like oh I don't want to do it and then I did two on like a Saturday so like to catch up yeah like a bit far behind and then I had 
one day where my arthritis was kicking in and it was like, Avi, what are you doing to us? So I couldn't move. And then, so basically I didn't manage to do it every single day, but the general scheme of things I have done most days, which I, I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I'm also really pleased to hear that you've given your arthritis a personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Avi, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? He's like an old man sitting on the, uh, you know, commenting uh, on my life. What else is getting you through lockdown? Your coffee making skills have come on point. I've had a lot of practice. I've had a lot of <laughs> practice. And um, for Christmas, uh, our family got us like all of the like toppings for it and the little um, stencil things that you can put on top to, to put the powder on nicely on the top. So... Yeah, I like I'd take like a good twenty minutes sometimes to make myself coffee just just to fill time in the day. I know, but that's actually really important just to say like you know what, I'm gonna give this the time it needs. Yeah, yeah. I've also been binge watching like coffee videos on YouTube now about like the pressure and the crema and all of that. If you watch the guy, because I, I I get sucked into the stuff even though I don't drink coffee. But I get the guy with the glasses. In. Yes. Yes, and he's like a, he's a like... world champion, and his voice is like the most common thing. Do you not like yeah. his voice? I think his voice is really calming. I just feel like he's very intellectual about coffee sometimes. Yes. And I'm like, can you just taste the coffee? Just yeah. he'll go, hmm, he'll smell it. I'm like, oh, it has an aroma of, because um, I watched his like chicory coffee video a couple of because I was like, oh, other versions of coffee. He's like, yeah. hmm. It's like, it's a bit, it's a bit, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a bit rough on the tongue. And I'm like... <laughs> bitter, you mean. Bitter. bitter. <laughs> right, it's like, and it's like, it has a bitterness and a, uh, like, but... It's like a, he's like a poet. Like, you'll not just say, oh, it's bitter, it's too bitter, it's too sweet. Yeah, and you really. can see that the, that the, as the water drips down, it's, he's like a Kevin MacLeod for coffee. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, yeah, the coffee, coffee, interest. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah, as I'm sitting drinking one now, first of many, I'm sure today. <laughs> you know what you would also like then, comedians what? and cars getting coffee. Is this a podcast? No, this is a Sounds TV like... show. Comedians? This is a Seinfeld t- TV show where he picks up different comedians in like different fancy cars. And then they go to different coffee shops and have coffee and talk about their careers as comedians. No way. This sounds yes. incredible. Where do I watch this? Netflix. Comedians, cars, and coffee. Is comedians that what's co- in cars getting coffee. In cars getting coffee. I'm it. That's <laughs> going to be my weekend. <laughs> well, you Sweet. have like four seasons of it, so I think it's going to segue further than your weekend. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like one of those things I'm gonna love. Like you introduced QI to me as well, and like that is just I love QI. something that Q- me and Lewis like both just really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I there was one episode recently they were watching in the O series where everyone was just acting like crap. I think I know which one you're talking about because I'm on the and O series like, now. They just walked out. They walked out on stage yes. in the middle of the yes. episode. Yes, yes, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> who was el- who else was there? Oh, what's her name? The Claudia, the Irish lady. Was it the Irish? No, lady? it was Claudia with big, big hair, big bangs. 
Big Fringe. Oh, Claudia, Will- yeah, Claudia Winkum. Winkum. Yeah, the one from Strictly. Yeah. Strictly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was great. Brilliant. Anyway, sorry, we're segueing into things. Oh, we are talking so much about Netflix, but honestly, it is just literally what we're doing. We're spending so much time watching screens. I think everyone is, whether you're into yeah. opera or not. <laughs> so much screen time. Yeah, and it's just, it's really hard not to because it's such an easy escape, but... Yeah. Here's a question for you. Okay. What are things that you would like to do instead of watching Netflix? Like, if you could... Let me rephrase that. What are things that think you want to do instead of watching Netflix? It's it's an easy one for me, and it's read more. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I go through spells of reading. But then I'll, like, for months and months and months, just have a lull. And I have no motivation to pick up a book and I thought I was getting back into it because at Christmas Lewis got me Michelle Obama's uh, autobiography and I was like becoming yeah becoming and uh, I started reading that and it was all about piano lessons as a kid and stuff and I was getting really into it and then it just like dropped off again and I think it's just out of tiredness like it I feel like lazy and I'm just gonna put the tv on and just like let my brain just do nothing but you read an exceptional amount, and I really <laughs> admire that. And I want to get, I want to get into it again. You know, I think for me, I just tell myself I have to read every day. Like I have to read a little bit every day. Like okay. I read an excessive amount of books, but I don't get through all of them very quickly. Okay. Like I'll take time. So like I'll read, and I think the important thing is not to read only when you're tired. So at night time sort of thing yeah like yeah. even like it's it's um so i'm reading the autobiography the autobiography no that's not what it's called i'm reading the history of the english national opera which i think you'll love and i will um send it your way once i'm done with it but it is 500 it's a pages it's long. a big yeah it's a big book it's a big it? book <laughs> but um what's interesting about it is it kind of like makes you think about the way we look at opera today and where the eno started Like, I'm still quite at the early years, like, right as it was. But, like, I'll just read. I'll sit. And because it's, like, a textbook type thing, I sit with, like, a pencil and I, like, highlight things that have, like, really interested me in the topic. So it makes me feel like I'm reading more and I'm, like, interested because I want to, like, see more. Yeah. But when it comes to reading, like, like novels, Mm -hmm. I'm having a harder time because, like, I'm living in someone else's universe yeah that well that was my question is that i saw obviously yesterday on the stories you had that big pile and the variety there was massive and i don't know how i feel about reading lots of different books at the same time of different genres like do you do you like reading an informative book alongside a novel yeah i think because a novel will suck me in and um like take me on a journey whereas a textbook I feel like I'm going to back like I'm I really enjoy reading about history and stuff like that so I really mm. like knowing about things um so I find it very informative to do that but at the same time reading a novel is like watching a movie but like a little more enveloping but the problem for me now is like I started reading the hunting party and it's about a group of friends. Like they're all on the train going to Scotland for a weekend together. You're and jealous like, of them, aren't you? 
I'm so jealous. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to see friends. I want to... I want to hold hands with someone that's not my husband for, like, five minutes and just give him a hug. I just really want to. Like, I really, like, I can't, I can't live in their lives right now. So, textbooks are easier because it's not, because I know that, like, oh, this is, like, in the past. Like, it's not happening now. Whereas a book, it's, like, yeah. it's happening now. Yeah. So, I think... But usually I just really like to have different stuff because I never know what you're in the mood for. Also because novels vary in like what they talk about. Yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, that's that's essentially like my, my main thing is that I just want to find the motivation to read more. And I'm sure as soon as I hop on that train, I'll get, I'll get back into it. And it's just, I think it's doing it at the right time. I might try some reading in the morning. But what is it like, what is it for you? Like you obviously, I know you watch quite a bit of TV still. So what would you like to do more of? Um, I want to get back to creating more. I feel like I've kind of dropped off the bandwagon for, um, the YouTube and the singing stuff. Just a bit. Like, singing has still been pretty okay. But YouTube, I've been having a really hard time, like... Can I tell you something, though? Like, just from an observer's point of view, is that that is just massive of, masses of screen time for you. You know, like editing a video and stuff, and I'm not, you know, discouraging it. Like I think you should absolutely get back into it, but I think it's it is a psychological thing. Of I'm so tired of Zoom and the screen, but I guess if you're kind of replacing it with TV, then (laughs) yeah, yeah. And also, I just think that I would feel better by myself. Like if I, I think I do really enjoy watching operas, but I think watching operas online is making me really upset about missing the stage like because I used to do it all the time but I used to like disperse it with I'm seeing people I'm going to classes I'm like like it was different it was like oh instead of watching a Netflix film I'll watch an opera yes but now it's like I'm not getting the stimulation of going to the theater as much this has exactly been my problem as well is that there's been so much so much great content out there from um, opera companies, small and large. You know, you see it out there and it's fab. But yeah, my experience of even watching La Boheme when it was like on my TV screen, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I just want to be in a real theatre. Um, yeah. And yeah it's hard I find it especially with stuff like that like the La Boheme and like the things that are filmed in theater like really like the the live shows that they recorded that had an actual audience like if we take opera completely out of the opera house and like do something completely new something that I couldn't be there to do like a film like if it was an actual movie that yeah I couldn't be a part of it as much as I would want to, it's not necessarily something I would be a part of. But because they're filming it on stage and, like, putting me in the experience, but, like, closer, I'm like, no, if we're going to be here, I either want to be a performer mm-hmm. or I want to be sitting in a seat hearing yeah. the sound better. Like, I don't want the in-between. It's interesting that, isn't it? Because you think back and making operas as films was more of a thing... It's le- it's a le- it's less of a thing now than it was like but was it the eighties or that when like Tosca well, was I mean, made and stuff started, like 
thing like in the t- in the 20s they were also making like silent films of opera stories yeah and um i recently watched a version of tosca that was filmed all in the locations of the opera in the 60s with like caruso mm, yeah. no not caruso with corelli sorry no, corelli, corelli yeah um caruso was long dead by then um but like it was him in those places and that was really really cool like i was like this is what i want to watch because it's like watching a 1950s film except it's sung like it's like watching a musical it's like watching singing in the rain i'm really enjoying this yeah whereas the ones that it's like we're filming this in the opera house but you're not here (laughs) yeah i mean as i say like i'm really grateful for that content um, and what was it you yeah. were watching the other day? Uh, last night, in fact. Was oh, I was it? watching Turn of the Screw, which was also like, it was an innovative way of using the stage because it wasn't just like a bunch of empty seats. Mm-hmm. It was the opera glass production of Turn of the Screw, um, which hosted, uh, which starred one of our podcast guests. Um, yeah. Gwyneth Anne Rand. Rand. Yeah. Um, and she... And it was just interesting because it, you were in the story because they used all the spaces in the theater, which I really did enjoy. Like, I really enjoyed the innovation, but that was filmed during lockdown, like during this pandemic time. So they had to think that way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm more up for that. And there are amazing other things happening. Yeah, this, definitely. Yeah. I, I saw, um, just for some, like, hope for the future, I saw um, uh, Opera Holland Park is kind of really keeping their fingers crossed for being able to open as a location and venue in the summer. So BYO are going to do their productions there. And, um, you know, their summer season is, fingers crossed, going to be going ahead, socially distanced probably. But, I mean, I'd, I'm not uh, I'm not going to say for sure, but it's good to see that um, these companies are starting to have a little bit of hope, hopefully, for the yeah. summer. Um, when we can actually maybe sit in an auditorium and watch yeah. an opera. It's also what's what's great about a opera Holland Park is it's outside, so that like this is it, yeah. So there's no real restriction on being yeah. indoors and stuff. It was great because I was actually um, volunteering at Opera Holland Park two years ago. Yeah, it was, and it was, it was a massive like thunderstorm happening while it was Don Carlo, and I was like, this works so well. <laughs> Did they um? Did they keep it going? They keep the they kept it going. Yeah, yeah. That one, that performance. There was, I think, there was one performance that they did have to like cancel. But really, it's very secure. So like, mm, it yeah. was fine, and everything's under tents. But it was just like really, really thundering out, and I was like, wow. Just added to cool. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. before as well that part of the reason why you you know we struggle to watch things watch operas online is because part of it was like going to the theater with your friends and things like that which is why I was super excited that we started the a opera watch parties that was so fun yeah, that was um, so much fun having the having the chat box there and we watched the Pavarotti film on uh, Amazon Prime and um, I had like my popcorn <laughs> at the ready and it felt a little bit more interactive so you know we should definitely be doing more of those uh, over on yeah. the over on the patreon no we definitely should do them more on the patreon and i do think that the, like communities like it's also it goes into the same idea with books like if we could 
think of way like think of ways to build community online in a time that like it's still it's not just how's your week been but like we have something to talk about like when we get on the patreon we always have something to talk about related to a certain topic which is always great yeah so, like it's one of those things where watching something together makes us feel a little bit closer to each other and it's not the distance as much absolutely yeah but also you know we've been running this podcast for a while now and we've had people with us from like day one and we've got new people you know uh, listening to the podcast every week and it's great but I think we want to get to know you guys a little bit more you know that are are there and and listening um, and I think the Patreon is a, is a great way to do that with the, the live streams and the watch parties. And hopefully one day, the AA Opera Lives, which was we did talk about like last year, just before the pandemic. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to the opportunity to do the lives because I just really want to like mingle. <laughs> yes, mingle with canapes and Prosecco. Canapes and Prosecco and talk about opera and talk about the amazing things that we can like discover in this world and that's something that like patreons will get more of because Absolutely. um there'll be more things for patreons um yeah so i mean if you want more info about it and want to join then uh go to the patreon page it's www.patreon.com slash aaopera and mm-hmm. you can literally become part of the community for a pound a month that's less than a coffee and you will get to interact with us a lot more there's a lot of this sort of content you know kind of Ash yeah. and Avi, um content so you know if you like our jam then, <laughs> then you'll like jam. the patreon <laughs> yeah no but it's also it's one of those things where it's really kept me going because it's something to look forward to you know This week's question, we asked you to ask us anything, and the question that stuck out the most was, how did you two meet? Oh, I like this question. I I was actually thinking back on it. I was like, I don't, like, it was so much of it was, like, in passing. It was, like, some some key things stand out for me, though, I think. So... I can't remember the first time we actually met. It was probably the first conversation we had was the Vixen rehearsal, right? No, 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 no. The first, maybe, but we definitely had spoken before because in the academy, in the canteen, there are two circle tables at the front. And those are meant for post-grad singers. I was not a post-grad, but I only knew post-grads because I started late because I transferred. So yeah. I would sit there all the time. And then you came in and you had vegetarian food. And I was like, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, this is right. This is right. Yeah. And I was, I was like, like, I'm, I, she was like, oh, you veg, you probably said something like, are you vegetarian? And you yeah. probably had, I probably had something with mushrooms in. You um, had something with corn or mushrooms. You always had something with corn or mushrooms in it. <laughs> Um, but that's right and I think I was you probably asked me you know are you vegetarian and then I'd be like well kind of I'm kind of just trying this thing (laughs) and it's still two years later or however long it is it's still very much like okay I'm veggie uh, but I eat fish so I'm pescatarian and you're also pescatarian I'm also pescatarian Um, but I just can't I can't 
honestly, I can't label myself because I had a steak last week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what's really funny to me also is like, I didn't clock the difference between your accent and someone who was from from between your accent and someone from Middlesbrough. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is she saying something like "you cute Jordy" when I was just like. Cause you were gone, like you, like she hadn't seen you for a week. She goes, "Oh, I missed your cute little Jordy accent." I was like, "You guys have the same accent." No, we definitely don't. I now, mean, when you, yeah, you can like hear it if you're from, like you can hear the difference between Newcastle, Durham, and then you can even hear the difference between like Middlesbrough and you know, that sort of thing. If you if you just tuned into it, yeah. which you probably you probably are tuned into it a bit more now with listening now to me. Now I can me. tell the difference. I can tell it. It's yeah. also because people from. Like, I feel like also because I listened to so much Shag Married Annoyed. The other day, oh, funny story. So the other day I had Shag Married Annoyed on, um, Shag Married Annoyed on, and Matt came into the room and he's like, oh, is Ashley on the phone? I was like, no. <laughs> what did he think? Does he think I sound he's like, like Rosie Ramsey was you? Oh, God. But that's even, the, that's the thing. Like, I, I, in my ears, I sound completely different to Rosie because... Rosie's from south of the river, river, and I'm from north of the river. So you know, even there, you can hear the difference. Yeah, no, but it's but now I can tell the difference. But no, I think, but you're right. The first time I actually really got chatting was cunning little vixen. Yeah, and you were playing a chicken, and I was playing a grasshopper, and, and a fox. And a fox. Yes, fox. sorry. Yes, I remember your uh, your little your <laughs> your shining moment. Your dance through everyone on the stage. Yeah. Yes, that was very exciting. Plus the fact that I slipped and fell on the bark on the oh, first God. night on yes, opening night, and I just felt like going <laughs> fox in like a, like a fox in headlights exactly. Yeah. And I just remember oh. the director came to me afterwards, and so did Christina, who was also on the podcast. She was the choreographer. Mm-hmm. The movement director and they came up to me and she was like i was so nervous that you like that you were hurt and i was like no i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean so that that was it and it was a lot of sitting around you know for that and um we got chatting and i do remember being on those round tables in the canteen chatting and being like you know what we should, we should talk about this on a podcast like should we start a podcast um and then we went for a we like went for walks around like Regent's Park and stuff and the breaks and the lovely sunshine. Um, yeah. And it just kind of stemmed from there, right? Yeah, it kind of did. And we, we, I think we both had the urge to know more about the professional life. Yeah. That yeah, wasn't we had really... so many questions back then, didn't we? That I feel yeah. like if you think about it, we've now definitely grown in our knowledge on all of that. Yeah, a year and a half later. Yeah. Um, but I also think that it just opened up the doors to, first of all, a really amazing friendship. I'm very, very yeah. grateful for our friendship. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also just to, like, have a reason to ask people questions. Yes. And have interesting, honest conversations. Yeah. I think it's the key thing. And I think we had a really hard time figuring out our name. I remember that we went through, like, so many ideas. But to be honest, like, AA Opera, you came up to me and you're like, I had this thought. (laughs) We were sitting in this coffee shop. This was our first real meeting. It was the first time we ever met outside the academy. It was very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it was really, really raining. And we sat there and we were like, and I was like, what should we do? What should we do? And then you're like, 
I've had this thought. And just before you say it, I thought you were going to hate the idea. I just like, I didn't have much confidence in it myself. And I was like, I'm just going to say this. And I was like, yes, love it. We had an, like, we had an and, Ash and Avi at the beginning. Yeah. But then we just decided to omit the and and just go AA. And I was like, I was like, Avi, like, it's AA. It's like, it's like A&A. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous. I was like, I was like, can we roll with that? Like, can we call people operaholics? Like, is that PC? Um, well, <laughs> you know? well, we were going to call it operaholics at the beginning. That was like our first plan. But then it was like taken. People like use the hashtag. Yeah. It's like yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And then we were finally like, the, but then this was like a really great middle ground, which yeah. was amazing. And it also makes the podcast, I feel, a little bit more personal. Like, people are like, what's the A&A? And we've had people message us being like, oh, I get it. Like, you're yeah. Ash and you're Avi. And it's like, <laughs> A&A. It's Ash and Avi. Um, and I just, I, I feel like I love the flow of, uh, like, Ash and Avi. You know, it's like, it's a good yeah. it ticks. It's, it, yeah, it's good. No, I'm very happy with that. And I'm very happy that um, we got chatting. It, but it, you know what also goes to show? You have so much time behind stage to come up with like creative ideas like yes. don't just sit there and play on your phone or sit in the canteen like you have yeah so much time you're not if you're not the director or the like producer the like team, this, yeah. yeah yeah if you're not on stage all the time there's so much time where you're just waiting for people and that leads like it makes sense to me that people like carrie hope fletcher and other people that i've met like when i was doing prince of egypt Mm-hmm. They all have side things because there's so much time. Yes. So Even like more the, so now, like, with yeah. everything. And it kind of makes you think, like, don't put yourself in a box. Like, I am just, I just have time for this. Yes, you can always learn more roles in the back. But there's also time where you're not going to want to do that, like, during the week. And there's so much yeah. empty space that you can fill. Yeah. It might also just because I love to work. So No, no I, I don't. I'm totally with you. Uh, I think obviously in normal life as well you know when you're back and you're working on a production you're meeting new people that everyone that is in the cast is a new connection and I don't know about you but every time I've worked on a production like going all the way back to school there's something if you're working with a really good company and you know you have the time to spend with the cast members you grow these friendships like no other I feel like it's not just like getting to know someone like there's this like it sounds so cheesy but like this almost like weird like family element to it as well when you're spending so much time with these people they've almost become like extended family and I think um it's a it's a great place to really form special friendships and as we've done a a fantastic like project you know yeah and it's true like I look back at all the productions that I've ever done and I have definitely gotten like a really close friend from every single one yeah yeah it's weird and it's like and everything propels you to try something new or like to push yourself i remember when i was living in the netherlands i was doing a um production and i was one of the three rhine maidens and no rhine maidens is wagner water sprites (laughs) is also there they are water sprites yeah um um, and the, the woman who's playing Yeji Baba is one of the reasons why I find myself here. So she 
just basically gave me the confidence to come and like try out the UK again because I was a bit apprehensive of like should Mm. I and I still talk to her today like we're still you know we catch up and it's just it's amazing what every single thing opens up and it's also just if you're open to it like don't come to a production being like I have all my friends oh no you can't do that no it's like it's it's building a community and it's a bit of i don't know showbiz magic yeah (laughs) isn't it (laughs) it's also you get to really know people when you see them when they're most exhausted or when they're most vulnerable because they're Mm. being like shot down by the director or they're being like asked to do something for the millionth time and the way they act in the room like you learn a lot about someone with the way that they act in the room yeah absolutely yeah so that's how we met for listening to episode 53 we really hope you enjoyed our little catch-up i know i did i did too i really did and if you'd like to see more from us don't forget to make sure that you follow us on all forms of social media we are at aa opera everywhere absolutely everywhere and if you want to be part of this community of operaholics a little bit more then do check out the patreon www.patreon.com slash aa opera and thank you so much to our sponsors Prime Phonic for sponsoring us this season. Thanks so much, and we will see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.